Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. All right, we'll get Dermot on again, actually, because there's so many questions people are looking for answers to. So we will get him on and we'll be a little bit more time, maybe uh, another time to talk about that. OK, anyway, pub closures. The number of pubs in Ireland has declined by an alarming 21% in the past 16 years, according to a report. Uh, and look, I, I'm not going to read all this out because you, you get the general gist of it, OK? I mean, the reasons they say they're, they're declining, considering this uh, sharp decline in the trend we're witnessing, we need to monitor this industry carefully and ensure all necessary supports are in place. And by the way, this is according to... Um, this is, oh yeah, the Vintners Federation of Ireland. And they talk about, you know, the high alcohol excise duty, which, of course, yeah, taxes, of course, makes it expensive to drink in Ireland. Uh, they also talk about, by the way, things like, um, you know, or I should say, um, public transport is a problem that, you know, people can't get transport in and out of the city. So they decide to drink locally or drink at home. I don't necessarily agree with that because if I go back in time when I worked in the nightclub industry uh, going back even 20 years ago when they were jammed and the city centre was thronged every night that was before even deregulation of taxis and we didn't have very we had the vomit comet and that was about it that only came later people had no way of getting home they were hanging around at four in the morning in town they couldn't get home but they still went out anyway so I don't believe public transport is a reason why people don't go out I genuinely don't believe it I think people will get a taxi or they'll try their best to get a taxi anyway the pub culture is changing People are tending not to go out, particularly during COVID, I suppose, it taught them that drinking at home was just as enjoyable. Uh, but so I'm asking you a question, or maybe house parties and things like that, getting together in people's houses. I'm asking you, should the government do more for the nighttime industry and for the pub industry because it's declining so rapidly? Should there be grants available? Should they give them reductions in excise duty and tax and PRSI maybe contributions to try and encourage the business and the nighttime business and put the soul back into it again? Of course, because Ireland is famous for its pubs, its traditional pubs. Unfortunately, they're closing rapidly. But should the government fund them and support them financially more to stay open? Or are you one of those people who think, hey, no, it's a free market. That's what happens, unfortunately. If you can't make money, you got to close up. you got to reinvent yourself. you got to do something different. Should the state be funding it? In other words, should the state try and you know, help it along? Or does it show a cultural change that we need to just accept that less people are drinking alcohol, maybe, or going out to the pubs and clubs? Uh, the number is 087-188-0008. Maybe you work in the industry and you're badly affected by it. Do you believe the government should be doing more to support you? Let me go to Alan. Alan, you're an Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Alan? I'm good, Niall, yourself. Good. Alan, do you believe the government should be doing more to support... Uh, you know, I, it is alarming that 21% of pubs have closed in the last 16 years. Yeah, it's not something they need to do more because, look, we're, we're, we're trying to kill off everything in this country, right? So, especially in rural Ireland where people might want to go to a pub, and going to a pub is not always about going and having a session or having a few pints. It can literally just be people going to meet each other. Yeah. But the only place they can do it is in a pub. Yeah. Right? And with no transport in, in rural Ireland and so on and so forth, that's then causing issues. So I myself, from my front gate to our local pub is three kilometres, because we live in the countryside. I've often walked the dogs three K on a Sunday and had a pint in it from then walk back. Yeah. Well, I don't mind that, but that doesn't... But what they're trying to now is kill everything off, which is not well, they, That was part of the suggestion, by the way, that the drink-driving laws had a negative effect. But, I mean, we've had the drink-driving laws for a long time. Yeah, but... You know, you can, you can twist, and you know, you, said, you can twist statistics wherever you want to make something sound good or sound bad. But look, drink driving is not right, and anyone that does it should get a slap right. And Absolutely, yeah. I 100% agree with that, right? 
But we do need to stop shutting these places down because not well, everyone. No, hang on, hang on. When you, when you say stop shutting them down, we're not shutting them down. They're shutting down themselves because they're not making yeah, money. We're making them. We're making them out to be bad places. We don't want people drinking. We don't want people driving. We don't want people doing this. We don't do this, and we scare monger people all the time, right? But not everyone wants to live in the middle of Dublin, or the middle of Cork, or the middle of Limerick. I would hate to have to live in the middle of Cork or Dublin. So would I. I would actually, I would actually have, I would hate, even though I know you were discussing housing yesterday, right? I would hate to have to live in a squashed house. And I grew up in a housing estate, right? So this is not me talking about being, being above myself. Right? I grew up in a housing estate, I know it's like, but I would hate to go back to that. Yeah. I prefer it in the countryside, a lot more space. Clean, cleaner yeah. air. Yeah, yeah, cleaner air, so we farms behind us and so Less on. noise pollution. Yeah. yeah. So not everyone wants to live in this in the city, but what we're doing is we're killing off smaller towns by by not having proper transport in place where people can actually go out for a pint. And I said it's not always going for a pint. But isn't it, is, I could argue, Alan, and I'm not having a go, but I could argue that if you want to live in rural Ireland in a small community or out, you know, say three kilometres from the town or whatever it is, that's your responsibility to find your way then to a pub if you want to go there. It's not a, it's not everybody yeah. else's or taxpayer's and, responsibility. And, and, so I already paid for the notes for road tax car insurance and everything mm-hmm. else, right? Like, yeah. like everybody else. Like everybody else, right? But I also pay other taxes towards transport that I never see. Yeah, but how am I... How, if Alan lives four kilometres from the town, um, why is it the taxpayer's responsibility to, to, to provide Alan with some sort of public transport to get him into the town? Say, well, so no, I'm just... Want, no, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not having a go. I'm just no, saying that. We want people out of cars, right? And this is what they're saying. We want people out of cars, people out of... But they don't have a proper rural link for people. But, and, you could, but, you not, could, but, but that's not sustainable. You couldn't you're not be... Talking about, you're, not, no, you're not talking about every boring in the country. Being outside of town, you could be a couple of kilometres outside of town on the main road. But you might never see a bus. For six months. Because it's probably not viable to have a bus for six months. I know the feeling, yeah. But it might not be viable to have a bus, you know, going out at seven or eight o'clock at night to bring, you know, a few people to a pub. And, I, and I understand how important the yeah. pub is, by the way. I do, I do understand the importance of that social event for people. It's not just about the drinking, you're right. But, yeah. but it might not be viable to have, you know, public transport to bring people to them. It's up to you guys then to yeah, arrange that one, you, one, that one of you doesn't drink and drives and brings the rest of you there. Yeah, but what, yeah, and that's uh, we've often done it ourselves where someone doesn't drink and someone drives. That's what we do. But that's that's but, your responsibility. That's your yeah, job. Yeah, but I have a position where, where we can actually do that. We're talking about elderly people that are now locked in their homes that don't get out. So mm. we need to do something to stop going at these people the whole time. So a pub is a key part of the community, right? And again, this is not talking about drinking, right? So we can take a drink and without it. But it's essential for, for, for elderly people who don't get out, who don't get to meet people. They might go to a pub once a week. And again, they might have one drink. They might have a, a whatever, a whiskey or whatever. But they could be there because there's music on. There could be second bingo on in, in, the, in the pub, which often happens. That's what we need to do. We need to cater for these people a lot more. We, cater for, we seem to cater for every other person from around Europe or else. Not a problem. And the money can be found at the back of the couch somewhere. But when it comes to doing stuff for Irish people, Local or rural, we don't want to do it because of the burden. A burden. It's not that. It's just that you're deciding. See, only a pub and a business, and I understand the part you're talking about—the social aspect of it. And it's important, and I do. Believe, I'm not denying that. But owning a pub, you know, it's a free market, 
And people will say, there are people who will argue, well, if you're not making money anymore because there's been a cultural change, generally speaking, there's been a cultural change. People are drinking at home a bit more than they're drinking in a pub because the pubs are expensive. You know, I mean, a p- I don't know, I don't drink, but a pint in a pub is what, seven quid in, well, in Dublin it is anyway. Well, it depends, it depends on the back. Yeah, it depends where you are, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But in Dublin, for example, it's, you know, six or seven quid for a pint where you can drink one at home for two quid. Or for three quid, I don't know. what. I'm sure there's a massive difference. Well, they've gone after that as well for that. So that's well, uh, yeah, with the minimum price in drinking, which I yeah. think is the most stupid, ridiculous yeah. legislation we have ever brought in in this country. They've just actually, a report was just released the other day in relation to Scotland because they did it in Scotland as well, which showed clearly that it made absolutely no difference to people drinking. No, it's, all it does is charge people more money. Uh, same with cigarettes. Yeah. Okay, so get, getting back to, to, to what I'm saying is, that it's a free market and you can't expect the state to be bailing out an industry which is on the decline because not just, you know, what you're talking about, but there's a cultural shift away from drinking in pubs. There's a cultural change because of the pricing of things and what the government has done with taxes. That, that's what's causing it. Like it's, it's not because people don't want to go, it's because everything else... But less people so are drinking anyway. Expensive. But, but less people... Everything else is so expensive that they're deciding they're putting their social lives, whatever it may be, on hold. So they can afford to heat their house or to eat something else or to have food. And again, it's not going back to someone deciding over beer or food because there is people who have those mm-hmm. addiction issues, right? There's, there's a separate, right? But we must allow people and we must make sure it's viable for people to run. To have a social Or a local yeah. bar or a local pub, right? It, it only opens, I think it's Thursday to Sunday. And it only opens in the evening. And your man who actually runs it is a, is a part-time farmer. He's not doing it for the good. He's not doing it for the profits. He's doing it for the community in which he which he lives in. That's what he's doing it for. So, you, so, do, need, so, do you think the government, that. in relation to this twenty one percent or this, which is going to be another twenty one percent probably over the next ten years, do you relate? Do you believe that the government should be stepping in and saying, "Okay, let's let's look at this. We could reduce excise duty. We could give grants. We could, we uh, could put that. in public transport." You believe that the government should be supporting? The pub to stay, the Irish pub to stay open. Yeah, because this this goes back to our problem. We're saying we have a problem with drinking. Everyone binge drinks, right? Everyone binge drinks because everything shuts at the same time. Well, I I know the the nightclub industry is also in a huge difficulty at the moment as well. The the nighttime industry, as they call it, um, because young people are just not going to nightclubs the way they used to in their old days. Uh, Stay there, Alan, if you want to. The number's 087-188-0008. Alan believes the government should be doing more, providing transport, funding, supporting the Irish pub and the tradition of the Irish pub to stay open because he believes it's an important industry. Do you believe he's right? Or is it sink or swim? In other words, it's a free market and things are not going too well. Well, you need to diversify and uh, or else close down. Let me know what you think. The number is 087 right, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number is 087 I suppose I should ask the question, what do you think has destroyed the nighttime industry and the, the tradition of the Irish pub? Sean, you're an Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Sean? I'm glad and yourself. Good. Now, Sean, what do you think kind of added to this problem? That Well, I, I'm, I am shocked by the amount of pubs that are closing, by the way. And by the way, COVID did have some part to play in that, but not everything. It was happening anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, it, it went, goes right back to the smoking ban. That, for me, just kind of pretty much turned me off uh, pubs, to be honest with you. Did you? I mean, that was a worldwide thing. It wasn't just Ireland, by the way. It was it was everywhere, it, the, the kind of smoking ban. I mean, I worked in the industry during the smoking ban. We were terrified it was going to destroy the nightclub industry. And it didn't. I mean, uh, there was other things that had damaging effects, like just people having less money, etc. But what, yeah. the smoking ban didn't really do very much damage at all, I don't believe. 
Well, maybe because nightclubs are inherently attract younger people. Maybe they're they're more adaptable. Whereas old codgers like myself would tend to say, "Ah, to hell with this for a caper and go to my feet." And for the most uh, over the years, I've just gone to pubs less and less and less. And I, I mean, the pubs are, the pubs were quite inventive in the way they you know kind of made these smoking areas where you oh, didn't really get wet. Stop. Yeah, they, they were dreadful. Are you kidding me? It's, uh, most of the smoking areas are crap now. Some of them, some of them, is like being in a second wind tunnel. <laughs> I know. I know. That was the purpose to let the wind in, wasn't it? That was the whole purpose. Uh, it was freezing. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you're freezing cold. The rain is lashing out there. You're looking out, just windswept, yeah. bleak streets. You've got, you know, you've got people coming around hassling you for change every minute. <laughs> or have they got a smoke? <laughs> yeah. yeah and, and most of them, a few of them tend to have the, you know, what I call the, the goldfish memory thing, you know, the same person be back to you like literally about five minutes later. And, you know, God help them, you know, feel yeah. them and all, but it's not much fun for the, the person who's out there smoking, you know, to have to deal with that either. Yeah. Okay, so so you believe the smoking ban had an effect. I, I mean, just just going back to Alan there, who seems to be kind of had a huge interest in it. Alan, do you think the smoking ban, going back to, what, it was 2003, wasn't it? Do you think that had a huge effect? Uh, you know my opinion on smoking, right? Uh, we won't go back into that argument. But uh, no, I don't think it did, um, because there's plenty of people in the hook who didn't smoke who were having to suffer that, yeah. that mist flowing around the air. So I don't think it's massively, it. I think it just cleared things up and let people chat a bit more. Yeah. Uh, yes, people got tired and they had their smoke and so on, but for me, that was one of the... Well, but, but you can't deny it had, well, you can't deny it had some effect, if it's certainly from Sean's point very of view, it's, it turned him off. I mean, he might be just anecdotal, yeah. but it turned him off it. It was very little, realistically, very little. People got over it quite quickly, Um I think it was one of the best decisions to do was take smoking out of bars. Yeah, I, I, to be honest with you, even though I'm a smoker, uh, Sean, I have to kind of agree with Alan on this one. I think it was a great decision to get rid of the smoking. Well, well I mean, it's it's an entirely personal. I mean, for me, see, smoking, drinking, I, I kind of have anxiety anyway. And um, I tend to smoke, you know, keep my hands occupied. And for me, smoking and drinking, <laughs> keep two of hands occupied. Sean, do so you I, believe, I mean, when we look at the, the traditional Irish pub, and how it's now badly damaged and we're seeing a lot of them closing down. There is the argument that the government should step in and maybe help out, support financially, whereas others will say, well, look, it's a free market, that's just the way it's gone, times have changed, get over yourselves. I mean, do you believe the government should step in and do more? Well, to an extent, I think, yeah. I think particularly those in, you know, like the likes of rural areas that are definitely struggling, you know, that, that don't have decent transport services or reliable ones or regular, you know, systems to get people to and from the pubs. So I, you know, and maybe in that case, I think, yeah, I would say there should be, mm. they should do something. And but I'm obviously, I'm a little bit biased because, you know, there's a couple of pubs that I used to go to regularly and I still have very fond memories of them and of the staff that work there. So I'd, I'd be loath to kind of, you know, to say anything bad against pub owners or, you know, the, mm. the people that run them in general. Well, I mean, I'm wondering, I know Alan was talking about the fact that, you know, they need to put in transport and help older people get to pubs, you know, because it is a social event as well. But in saying that, I mean, what did they do? Ten. I mean, drink driving has always been a thing. People shouldn't have always done it. I mean, it's been around. The drink driving laws have been no, around. Of well, the, well, the strict laws have been around for the last 20 years. So, I mean, what did we do 20 years ago? They still managed to get there somehow, didn't they? Well, I think that a lot of people just ignored it, to be honest. You think they did? Okay. okay. Oh, I know for a fact they did. Like I, I remember, like being um, staying with a former girlfriend and I, with their with her family, her parents, and that, and we were driven out to the pub, and that was fine. 
you know, the old guy, Elvla drove back like hammered out of his hammered. head. Yeah. And I was there. I was. Have you ever seen that Woody Allen movie? Um, I can't remember the name of it now. It'll come to me. But there's a scene in it where he's in a car. Oh, we've lost you, Sean. Are you there, Sean? Oh, there. I was trying to know what the Woody Allen movie he was talking about. I can't remember the name of the Woody Allen movie he was talking about. I think there was a Volkswagen Beetle, as far as I remember. Uh, Sean, are you still there? No, we've lost him. Uh, Tom, you're in Ireland's Classic Hits. How are you doing, Tom? I'm good night. How are you? Good. We never know what the Woody Allen movie was now. Really. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, I was a big fan of Woody Allen in his day. Oh, he's, I like him too. He's a good actor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although not a likeable person, but a good actor and funny. Yeah, okay, exactly. but, but Tom, in, rela- in relation to the, the Irish pub, why yeah. do you believe, firstly, the business has declined? And what do you believe we should do about it? Uh, well, I, I mean, it's kind of clear why the why, way I look at it in terms of the, the way they declined is because a lot of people, I suppose it's the cost, really. People, the money in people's pockets, number one. And, and as you said yourself, you know, a lot of them are drinking at home now and they're, they're finding other ways of... And that's, that's, just, that's just the nature or of... Or drink, drinking less, by the way. Culturally, people are drinking Culture. less. Well, that's and that's fantastic now because I I'm when I say I'm an I'm drinker I I I could easily go say for example a year without drinking but if I went on holidays now I could have two or three beers that's that's the way I would I, I do it I'm so yeah. I'm realistically I'm, I'm an I'm drinker yeah I, I'm the same as yourself I I don't drink at all but if yeah. I go on holidays I might have a couple of glasses of tea Maria yeah exactly yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's and I I do the same two or three beers and I'm happy enough with that you know yeah, what I mean yeah, yeah. but. The way I would look at pubs and, and drink in general is it's the whole issue around alcoholism and um, all the associated problems with it. If, as far as I'm concerned, if it's one less pub in the country, it's, it, I'm happy with that. That's the way I'd look at it. Now, the staff of the pub obviously wouldn't agree with you, but however. Well, of course, but, but no, it's like any other business as well. Like, you know, if we start making special privileges for one type of business in the country, we have to, we have to do, we have to do it for everybody else as well. You know what I mean? So you're saying basically it's a free market, sink or, sw- sink or swim, it's essentially. It's a free market. <laughs> it's a free market, exactly. And you know, every other business has to has to deal with all these kind of issues that pop up. You know? Yeah. So um, in, in other words, if your business is not doing good, like any other business, it'll sure. close. It'll close down, and that's just well, the I, end of it. You I, can't I, expect I, the taxpayer to bail you out. No, and I give you two. Uh, uh, where I live now, and I won't mention pubs, but there's two pubs, and they're practically side by side. They, they've actually closed down in the last uh, two years as well. So, um, you know, one, one of them has a shop, but, but, but the shop but the, but beside it was, so, but yeah, they've closed. But, uh, let do me feel, but do you feel sorry for them, Tom? The first... um, well, to be honest with you, Noel, I actually don't. And, I, and, I, and I, I tell you why I don't, because I'll give you one good, good, good example of that. I, I heard this a few months back. Uh, my sister, I'm not going to mention pubs, but names. But my sister told me a, a story. She said, oh, um, and she was out with my other brother as well. They went out in, in Galway City for a few drinks. And um, as I said, oh, I'm not going to mention the names of Paul. But anyway, no, I'd rather you were, didn't. Yeah, yeah, but better if yeah, you no, didn't. No, no, that's fine. I, I'm not going to do that. But uh, there were a yeah, few... You're almost gagging like, to do it there, Tom. Go on. Uh, no, yeah, no, no. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, but anyway, uh, I know I wouldn't do that anyway. But look, there were, there were queuing up outside this pub anyway. And um, yeah, it came to their turn. Uh so they were supposed to be next in line. There was a bouncer on the door. They were, they were next in line to go in. Now, was, I don't know, was it a journalist, student week or something, whatever. But yeah. anyway, about nine or ten students came along. And anyway, the, the bouncer put up his hand to the, my, the sister and the brother said, sorry, sorry, guys, I can't let you in. But, and all, as I said, along comes nine or ten students. And they were, my brother and sister were waiting in line. They were supposed to be next. But he said, students, in you go, no problem. And the way I look, and 
what she, my sister told me about that story is that the way she looked at it is that okay, they thought he probably thought oh they're going to spend more money because there's nine or ten of them students versus there's yeah. only two people here. And they probably, so to be I, honest I, with you, I, from my experience, absolutely. students spend less. I have absolutely no sympathy for them now. Yeah. I have no sympathy at all, at all for them. Right. So you think they had it too good for too long? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I, absolutely. Okay. All right, so yeah. so in other words, as far as you're concerned, it's a free market. If it's not working it's out, close, close your door. That's it. It's a free market. There was another pub in, in Galway City. Uh, this is going back years now. It was it was during race week. We have race week in Galway here, and I went into the pub with a few friends. And I said, as soon as I went in the door, it was it was it was like you pack in a load of sardines. That was that's what it yeah, was. Yeah, in other I, words, I, they made hay while the sun was shining. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I told the friends and said, "Sorry, guys, I have to go. I can't deal with this because it's it's." It, it, I, I'm, I, 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 I'd be claustrophobic as well. No, I no, I wouldn't. I couldn't be standing in a packed pub like that. Now, well, I'm like yourself. Uh, stay there for a second, Tom. Let me go. We, we, let, stay there, Tom. Let me go to Karen. Yeah. Karen, you're in Ireland's classic. How are you doing, Karen? Hi, Niall. How are you? Now, you live in rural Ireland. Yeah, I do, yeah. So it's difficult I enough to get to a pub, I imagine. Um, well, it's, well, we can drive to a pub, but we can't drive you home. You can't drive home, no. We no. Drink, yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. I mean, before now, I'd often meet friends at 8 o'clock, you know, and I'd have a pint, and then, you know, by 12 o'clock in the night, they'd be drinking away. I wouldn't touch anymore. I knew I was safe. I'm no longer safe. One pint can put you over the limit now. Of course it can, yeah. And, yeah, um, so, like, obviously I don't condone drink driving, so I don't do that, but the, the taxi area, the taxis in my area... Um, one of them went out of business with COVID. They they reskilled him and top working somewhere else. So how many how many, how many taxis was there in your area? There was two two separate services. They would have run maybe two cars each at the weekends. I mean, as I say, it's very rural. It's a small town. It's Tipperary town. It's a very small town, and there just there isn't the business there the whole time for taxis to be going the whole time. Um, and then I suppose everybody's kind of looking to come home in around the same time because we don't have a nightclub in the area. Um, and it's just it's just painful. I mean, me and my husband book taxis. If we're going out, we'll book a taxi. We know that's an extra 25 to 30 euros to come home at half 12 in the night. Um, we'll book it. And then they might turn up because they might get called away. It's expensive. It's an expensive night out anyway, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's just a very expensive night but, but, out. But so, what, so how, Karen, how do you fix this? And Tom's argument is... Look, less people are drinking, less people are going out at night. People are tending to stay at home as well. We, we kind of learned to do that during COVID anyway. And, you know, and look, if the industry is not working out or it's not making money, tough. That's just the way that it goes. I, I get that. I kind of get that. Yeah, it is tough. It is a little bit tough. But I mean, we have we have local links there. Like they're all over Ireland. There was an awful lot of money pumped into those. Why can't they be availed of? At night time, up until a certain time, I've no problem coming home at 12 o'clock. Most of my friends that go out, we rather to go out for a meal and a couple of drinks afterwards. We don't, we're not staying out for the nightclub time anyway. So why aren't these services being used again in the night time? You mean you like know, just link, link buses? Well, maybe, I don't know whether they're sustainable. You know, I'm, I don't know whether, you know, it's, well, I'm not, they shouldn't have to make any money out of it, of course. But it's, but it's yeah, well, it is a free market. I get that, but but I do understand what Karen is saying too, Tom. You know that there is a social aspect to it as well, particularly for all. And I do absolutely empathise with the people of rural Ireland, Tom. And you have to have well, some I, level. I'm of in rural Ireland. I'm living in rural Ireland. I live about. I live outside. Yeah, but you're not a drinker. Oh no, no, I, I, and, I'm, and I'm not into pubs either. But, let it, but the point I'd, I'd make as well re, re, about this now is that it's the whole. Um, it's. 
Ireland now, we live in a country, it's gotten so expensive. I, I was on holidays recently. I, I booked a holiday to Portugal. I'm only back in the last month, month and a half, a bit now. And I got a full package deal for five nights in Portugal for, uh, I think it was 400, a little 420 euros. Yeah, you'd be lucky, lucky to get an overnight stay in Ireland for that. That's what. That's the whole point of it. Even even you go into. But a yeah, and I, I'm not going to disagree with you that they've priced themselves out of the market. But in saying that, the cost of operating a hotel or oh, a bar in that. Ireland is a lot higher that. than it is in Portugal. I get. I, I totally get. I mean, that. I mean, yeah, I mean, look, yeah. look at Karen's situation. For example, in Tipperary, right, twenty six point three percent decline in pub open in pubs that are open. Five hundred and twenty five yeah. pubs in two thousand and five. There's only three hundred and eighty seven now. Nile. In twenty twenty one. This, 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 that's a, that's a huge drop. Niall, this, 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 this is the problem with Ireland, Niall. Uh, and it, it's an Irish problem in particular. Is that of course it everything, is. everything, everything. I've listened to this, this similar topic on your show before, Niall. Everything in Ireland has to revolve around the pub and drink. So, look, at, we can go out and enjoy ourselves without going to the pub. There's, 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 there's lots of things in Ireland we can still do instead of stuck, stuck in the pub. Yeah, that's but what do you want Karen to do? She All she wants to do is go out for a night with her husband or her partner or whatever she, it is. She can, there's nothing stopping her now. She can, well, she there can is something stopping her. It's just not cost effective because she's to get a bloody taxi all the time. Well, and then and then she can't, if she does that's take life. the car, she we can't have, to, have a good time. That's lifestyle. We have to get used to it. We can't, we can't always get what we want. Yeah, but she, and sometimes she can't even get a taxi. Because it's not well, worth. Because the taxis are going out of business. It's a small yeah. town. There's not yeah. as many people in the pub anymore. So yeah. even the taxis find it. You know, it's not a viable option to be hanging around waiting for people. It has a knock-on effect. Sure, it's, it's like any business. It has a knock-on effect. I know. So, so what do? Yeah, well, then what's she supposed to do? She can find a, find a hobby. Stop, Karen. Are you listening to him? Find a hobby. Yeah, find a hobby. He said, find a hobby. Well, we do. Hobbies. We have hobbies. We have loads of hobbies. Like, I mean, like that's a bit, a bit sanctimonious to, to find a hobby. I mean, I have, I have a million and one hobbies. I'm, I'm members of GA club. I'm members of art clubs. I'm members of lots of things. But every now and again, there's nothing like going out for a meal with your partner, away from the stress of, of home and away from everything else. And it's nice to share a bottle of wine. And as I'm saying, in our situation, we might be in a restaurant sharing that bottle of wine. We still can't get home after me. So, well, you know, it's not enticing us to go to a pub. Yeah. It's not enticing us to go to a pub because we're not, we know immediately we are going to be caught to come home. So you're kind of messaging friends before you're going out and saying, are you at tonight? Will you be able to connect us later? And, you know, you feel like you're 15 again after mommy and daddy would be coming to town and connect you. Well, well see, you're, you're, you're in an even more awkward situation, Karen, because Tipperary, looking at the figures, was probably worst hit over the last 15 years than any other part of the country because when you see the decline in Tipperary from 525 pubs to 387 yeah. in the space of 15 years up to 2021, like that's 26%, over 26% of the pubs are gone. And in the town, in the town that would be closest to us, there's five gone at least and one of them, I mean, it's a pub that's been going for 60 years and they closed and it was just the loveliest little pub because if, if you did get caught with a taxi, they'd actually drive you home. Would you, would you also accept, I, I, I get that, Karen, and I do understand the difficulty of that, but would you, would you also accept that we're changing as well, that young people, thankfully, and some people say thankfully, are not drinking as much as they used to years ago? So when I, when I was DJing in the old days, back in the 80s, so that the clubs and the pubs were thronged, thronged with people off their heads. But you don't see yeah. that as much now. And that's um, that's probably not such I, a bad I know, thing. No, I, 
I think I think that I think the drinking culture has moved, has changed in an aspect. I don't think it's that younger people are drinking less. I think they just drink differently. When when I when I was seventeen, eighteen going out, we went immediately to the pub. There was no such thing as pre drinks in somebody else's house or a marquee set up in backyards for eighteenth, twenty first, twenty fourth, twenty fifth. Like every weekend my kids seem to be going to a marquee at somebody's house drinking. And you know, they hire a DJ. Okay. That, that yeah, no, no, I know, I, I know, I know it has changed. Listen, guys, I have run out of time, unfortunately. I could talk about this all day. There's so many people want to get involved in relation to the pubs because, of course, many people hold them dearly. But in the meantime, I have some money to give away. €3,500. It'll go to 3750 on Monday. But today, all you got to do is guess one word. What did Lucy say to Colm? Have a listen. I can't believe you said that you could outrun a... Can't believe you said you could outrun a what... You just fill in the blank. Send your name. Don't send me the answer. Just send me your name by WhatsApp or text right now at 087-188-0008. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. This. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. I-